Welcome to our first podcast. Uh, I'm Glenn, and sitting next to me here in uh, in our little classroom here, I've got Rosanne. Good day, mates. <laughs> Good day, mates. Um, uh, that's actually the theme of uh, today's podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about Australian slang. Um, just to give you a bit of an intro, first of all, of the organisation. Um, this is World Language Podcasting, and we're going to be producing a series of podcasts in eight languages. And uh, all the podcasts are available for, for free download, of course, and you can listen to it as many times as you like. And uh, there's also going to be a transcript that's connected to this uh, to this podcast, just for the for the people that are interested in improving their English. There might be particular items of vocab or certain expressions that you'd like to to read. Uh, there'll be certain explanations in the podcast, and there'll be a couple of exercises also. So if you want to access the uh, the transcript, there's um, a link for you to go to, and uh, it's quite easy to download. So, what is today's theme? We've got a theme. Actually, we'll do a bit of a, a self-introduction before we start. Maybe, Roseanne, you'd like to start. Okay. Um, well, my name is Roseanne. I am French, and I've been living in Australia for the last five years. Five um, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm a teacher of French. Why did you decide to come to Australia, of all places in the world? Why? Mm. Um, just because I wanted something different, I've mm. been I've been to England and uh, actually wanted Canada and didn't manage to get there, so I thought, oh, why not Australia? Is it Quebec or another region, another province of Canada? Uh, it was it was Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So five years in Australia now, and we actually work at, Rosanne and I work at the same school together. I'm a French teacher, and Rosanne also teaches French, obviously. So uh, we thought, just with the idea of podcasts, it would be a good idea to uh, to prepare some, uh, some themes. Uh, today's theme actually is about Australian slang, and I thought it would be interesting to hear Rosanne, Rosanne's perspective about um, what kind of slang she hears uh, from day to day and whether or not she uses any slang herself. Do you use any slang when you, when you speak English? I might. I don't think I use I use a lot of slang, but um, probably has come into my yeah, <laughs> everyday language, but uh, not as much as Australian natives would. Yeah. yeah. So... Like at the beginning of this podcast, when you said when you said g'day, would you actually ever use the word g'day? No, I don't usually no, do. No. No. You yeah. feel too uncomfortable using it? Or? Yes, it doesn't come naturally. Naturally, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, for some reason, it was only my late teens, I suppose, and twenties that I started to use it, because with the word g'day, it, it means good day, but. You never hear anyone say good day because it's just it's just too formal. So typically with Australians they tend to shorten it and uh and say good day and you'll hear it every day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Even of uh even of an evening. It doesn't necessarily uh have to be said during the day, but certainly of an evening you can say good day and and there's no problem there. Mm. So <clears throat> what did you want to mention about Australian sign writing? Um I might pick up on when you say um you said good day good day is um shortened form of good day and that's one of the first thing I noticed when I first um arrived in Australia that everything can be shortened. That mm. can be shortened, it is shortened. Mm. <laughs> um like just everything more than two syllables is shortened. The tentacles, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um 
even names, names are always shortened, and that's one of the first things that struck me when I got here. And that's something you wouldn't do in, in France, especially if you don't know the person. It's very common um, when I introduce myself, um, even if I tell people, my name is Roseanne, straight away they will call me Rose or Rosie. Rosie, yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, I suppose it's a way of making the situation less formal? Yes, uh, yes. Mm. Well... I suppose in terms of um, other words that uh, that we use quite frequently from day to day or words, if you actually to come come to Australia, there's certain words that you need to be familiar with, like Aussie and Aussie. You'll hear quite a lot. Also, I suppose with the the World Cup recently, and uh, I don't know with a number of the the soccer events, you tend to hear "Go Aussie, go," and you know "Aussie, Aussie, Aussie," and it's very very frequently heard. What is Aussie? What's Aussie short for? Uh, for Australian. Yeah, for yeah. an Australian. And yeah. yeah, true. I, I don't think I knew it before I came here. Oh, actually, yeah, I was told just before I came to Australia that um, Aussie meant Australian. And um, yeah, that's something we don't le- um, we don't um, learn at school when you s- we study English. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the colloquial expressions. Yes, uh, yeah. we do study a lot of British English and a bit of American English, and we do. Um, hear a little bit of, about Australian English, but nothing about Australian slang, slang, which is weird because you really need it when you yeah. here, yeah. So with French people, because I know it's compulsory in uh, the secondary school system to learn English, mm-hmm. do the French people have a preference for learning a certain style of English, whether it's, say, the Queen's English or uh, American English, do they have a preference? When I was in high school, it was definitely British English, and uh, even at uni, um, was very much the English of the Queen, like the yeah. um, the proper English. Yeah. That they called it the BBC English. Yeah. But it might have been um, because my teacher at, at uni was very much for the BBC English. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure some university would um, teach more American English, mm. depending on the teachers and where they... Um, where they lived and mm. the way mm. they learned English too. Because I suppose if you're learning from a British teacher or an American teacher, you're, natu- you're naturally going to take on their, their pronunciation, their yeah. accents, yeah, their intonation. Yeah. yeah. So have you got an Australian accent now after five years? I don't think in Melbourne. So. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no. think so. <laughs> I obviously, still have um, yeah. very strong French accent yeah. because as soon as I say one word, people will ask me, "Oh, where are you from? Are you from France?" France, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a beautiful accent. Okay, what other words of slang do you hear in the day to day? Because we work at an all boys school here in Melbourne, and you know, in the day to day conversations, or even with with other teachers, of course, in our daily interactions, you hear. A lot of slang words. What ones have you come across? Um, at work, I, I don't actually... I would say I hear less slang at work than outside. Um, I don't know, maybe maybe there are two different kind of... Um, environments. Environments, or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do hear expressions here. I usually learn expressions here that I didn't know, which are uh, Australian mm. expressions. Um, but... In terms of um, words, slang words, um, I haven't noticed too many of them here at work. How about the word bloke, which means a man? Like yeah. typically, if you're um, referring to someone, you can say, "Oh, he's he's a really nice bloke." 
Yeah. But that one I used to hear it in England too. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I never um, So maybe it's a little bit more common. Yeah, to me it didn't yeah. didn't um come as a, an Australian slang word. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. But there are lots of words like um goody or <laughs> um kata, avo, bobby, uh, footy. Footy, yeah. So if you go to the football, typically, um, I know a lot of people say I'm going to the footy yeah. as opposed to, to the football. If you see the football, it just sounds a little bit yeah. too formal, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about the word mate, okay, because mates you'll hear quite a lot. It's interesting, just the other day, I suppose with the word mate, which means friend, um, it's typically the case that it's mainly, I think it's mainly males that would use the word mm -hmm. mates, but you know, you can hear females say it. Also, I know that um, my sister, she's 40 years old and she's um, an environmental scientist and she uses mate sometimes, but her friend, who's, um, she's in her 40s also, and but her friend always says, says to her, how's it going, mate, 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 mate. She used it quite often and even my sister said to her the other day, could you please stop using, <laughs> using the word mate because it's just a bit too much. But, you know, it's a word that's said uh, or used quite often. It's quite, you know, it's quite acceptable, but it's, it's very informal, very informal. So it's used, um, you say, yeah, it's mainly men that who um, use this word, but you can use it when you address a woman, can't you? Yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I don't get um, but it's, yeah. I don't mind um, mm. if yeah, a man, you know, address man saying mate, but I don't really like being addressed as mate. Um, yeah. It just doesn't sound right. doesn't sound right. <laughs> no. Even uh, if you want to find out if someone is okay, typically you hear, are you right, mate? How's yeah. it? You, you going all right? Yeah, but very, uh, yeah, very informal. Mm. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, what else? What other words of vocab did you want to mention? Mm. I suppose, what word was that? Kappa. Mm. Yeah, a cup of tea. Yeah, very, co very common. Would you like, instead of saying, would you like a cup of, a cup of tea? Mm. A cup of tea. Yeah, my mum is a huge tea drinker and she always says, I need a cup of tea. Need a cup of tea. So, very, very common. Mm. Um, <clears throat> how about in terms of products that we have in Australia? I suppose if, um, if you end up heading to a pub at some point, um, typically you, uh, you order a VB. VB is a very popular product. I know it's exported to other parts of the world. VB stands for a Victoria Bitter. So it's, uh, it's a very, it's a very good beer. Of a, I suppose um, in terms of where it sits on the world, the world scale of beers, you know, it's still of reasonable quality. Most probably not the best, but uh, yeah. but very popular. There's also the the Forex, which is a which is a Queensland beer. And Forex is actually the the label of that beer. There's, how about Australian dishes? Are there any Australian dishes that you particularly like? Because I don't, I know we're not really renowned for our cuisine, but yeah, what do you think I of it? I yeah. wouldn't call this a dish, but um, the meat pie is definitely very Australian. Yeah, the meat pie for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Um, so when you go to the footy, you can typically have a meat pie there, or you can mm-hmm. have it for lunch at home, just yep. buy it in the freezer at the supermarkets. Oh, I guess you could try some roux. <laughs> <laughs> some kangaroo. Yeah, it's interesting because I know when I go overseas, people say, you know, do you eat kangaroo or do you have kangaroo as a pet? But never. I've had, I've eaten kangaroo once and it was like a, a tough steak. But maybe that was just the way it was cooked at that particular time. But, um, mm. Yeah. Not something that I would eat. Well, or, keep, or keep as a pet. I tried it <laughs> once because because I'm in Australia and I wanted to try to try it and yeah, just doesn't matter. You don't really enjoy it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wouldn't be a big yeah eater. <laughs> Not a big roux eater. No. Okay. Okay. The last thing we can mention a barbie. Have yes. you been to a barbecue lately, Roseanne? Or a oh barbie? yes. Um, Yes, I've been to lots of barbies. Where mm. You can have a stubby. And a stubby, <laughs> yeah. Stubby and the barbie. Usually have them in the arvo. <laughs> <laughs> have a banger. <laughs> better, better be careful who we translate that one. Yeah. <laughs> so a sausage, for sure. So typically with the barbecue, um, yeah, during the summer, for sure. During the winter, it's just a little bit too cold in mm. Melbourne. Not that it's an unbearable cold. Um, in the south of in the south of Australia here, but um, yeah, barbecue definitely you say for the summer. It's yeah, it's actually yeah, very Australian, and it's very different from um, a barbecue that we, we would have in France. Um, I love I love barbecues, mm. um, not not really for the for what we eat itself, but just for the. Um, the atmosphere and mm. just the, the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I remember my first um, um, my first barbie in Australia. Um, I was disappointed because I was expecting the real barbecue, like in France, with um, a big piece of beef and yeah, everything, yeah. and the wine. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, it's much more simple than this. It's just um, hamburger. Yeah. Most of the time, hamburger and, and some sausages. And, and sausages, yeah. yes. And yeah. a big fun on sausages. Uh, and yeah. But I still like going there just for the atmosphere. Very good. Good. Okay, that's the end of today's podcast. In a couple of weeks, Rosanne and I will be back with uh, another edition, we can say. And the next subject that we'll be talking about is the people in Australia, the languages that we speak here, just some uh, interesting statistics and facts about uh, our country. So, Rosanne, we might as well say goodbye. Okay, goodbye, everyone. Take it.